We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. I just got a message The one that I expected It's like she knows I'm moving on And she comes to do it all again I learned it the hard way She get high on heartbreak I know what it's gonna be But I still want her close to me Still got her things in my closet Right there whenever she wants it she don't love me all the time She loves me lonely She loves me lonely Don't want nobody else to hold me I let it happen every time She loves me lonely She loves me lonely I know she'll never be my only I know she'll never be mine She loves me Mm-mm, bring out the cozy blanket, put on a nice fire, and just play some Connor Matthews. How you doing, Connor? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me out today. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining Mr. Connor Matthews, an incredible musician from Warner Records, live on air with Stephen Cook on Power 98.5, with an, uh, really a masterpiece with Fool's Elegy. I'm Thank you. It. Thank I'm, you. I'm digging it big time. So, young guy from Lamont, Illinois. Uh-huh. Now California. Yep, from Lamont to Nashville to L.A. Tell us about it, because that's quite a journey, because most people and music artists don't leave Nashville. Yeah, so I, uh, I actually... Nashville was the only music city I knew of when I was a kid, and I always knew I wanted to do music. So I decided super young that when I was 18, I was going to move to Nashville. Um, and I did, which is where I got my start as a, as a songwriter, and I signed my first publishing deal. And then uh, when I started making music for myself, I knew Nashville probably wasn't the right space for me to be in for the genre I was in. Mm -hmm. So I packed up my bags, and I moved to L.A., and now here we are. You've been in L.A. for how long? Uh, I've been going out there for like three years, but I've only been living there for about 10 months. Wow. Okay. And you're, you're what? 25? 25. Yep. Happy birthday. Thank you. As of June. So I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty new to the, to the quarter life crisis. Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I, it fits me. Let me tell you. 
I, I love to brag. Gemini's are the best. All of my dearest and closest friends, no bullshit, are all Gemini. No way. You know, you don't hear that very often. Most of the time it's people hating, hating on Gemini's. Nope. I've got a couple Scorpios, couple Sagittarius. I'm an Aries, but they're, they're Gemini. I, I, for some reason, the universe loves to bring me Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> you must like uh, split personalities. Keep you on your toes, huh? I can deal with it. It's, Love it. It's easy for me. Seriously. I don't find you guys complex at all. I think you're very sensible. I love that. That, that warms my heart to hear. Well, look at the type of world we live in. I mean, it's it can be uh, very wishy-washy at times, and you've got to be on your game. You can't just be one momentum. You know that, Connor? No, you got to be you got to be on fire and different different uh, different you know hotness levels to each fire, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. I read you were writing songs at the age of thirteen. How proud of yourself were you back then of what you were accomplishing? Um, it's funny when I, I wasn't very proud of myself back then. I, uh, I always had this sense of like, there's a long, long road ahead of myself. And, uh, so every time, you know, I would write songs and I'd, I'd work at it every day and I, I would always listen back to them and be like, this isn't like, this isn't as good as I want it to be, or like, this isn't going to compete. So I was always pushing myself to be better, maybe sometimes in like an unhealthy way, but I always had this drive of like, if you want to compete in, in the in the industry without knowing anything about the industry at all, I just knew that the songs I heard on the radio were better than my songs. Mm. So um, I'm very I'm sure if if my 13 year old self could see me now, uh, he'd probably be very proud of himself. But at the time, I didn't have that perspective yet. I didn't know where I was going to end up, so I was just concerned with getting better. But I'm sure you at least had some sense of peace. I'm assuming that you were going in the right direction because look where you are now. Yes. I always, I always had peace that like this, that was what I was supposed to be doing with my life and nothing was going to stop me from doing it. So I, I, I was lucky. I will say I was always very grateful that I knew what I wanted to do with my life because so many people um, have to spend years kind of searching for that and like finding purpose. And I feel like mine was just kind of handed to me just came to me one day and I was always very grateful for that. I definitely want to give a shout out to Warren records as well as your brother, Dylan. I, mm-hmm. I already told you, I can't believe how young your brother is. I mean, the maturity <laughs> of that. I can't even call him a young man. The tur- the maturity of your brother, this man is incredible. Yeah. He's got uh, he's got quite the head on his shoulders. Much, <laughs> much, uh, much more grounded than me. That's for sure. Hey, it works because there's balance there. I feel it. Yeah, exactly. Yin and yang, baby. Mm-hmm. I uh, would like to say that your story and your journey where it's impressive is most music artists of any age group, especially the millennials and Gen Z, uh, you guys normally find and establish yourselves with smaller independent record companies that tend to use distribution through Universal or Orchard or you know right. subsidiary companies like that. You're directly with Warner Records. That is beyond impressive. Yeah, I. Uh, it's so funny because when I was, I, I had, I had just started putting out my own music. Um, it was probably only five months in when Warner Records came to me. Um, 
And I was, I was actually wary about it at first because I was kind of popping independently and I had a lot of friends that had signed to like labels and got kind of like lost in the system or whatever. Um, but yeah, they, they, they feel they're a great home and the people there are incredible. And, uh, yeah, I just, they, 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 they fell in love with the music, which is what my biggest, uh, selling point was, you know, it wasn't because I was big on social media cause I'm not. And at the time I definitely wasn't, um, it wasn't because of any like viral sensation. It was just like, we love what you do creatively and we want to support it. So I, I was, that, that's what sold me. I'd like to read this little piece from your bio. It says through sessions with top country hit makers, Connor was on his way to a successful songwriting career until a friend played him some Justin Timberlake and introduced <laughs> him to the world of pop and R and B. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so funny. I didn't even know that was in there. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm reading this from your YouTube bio. Ah, yeah. Ah, got it. Got it. <laughs> I see. That's how bad I am at social media. I don't even know my own bios. Don't even worry about it. It's all good, but it's a great piece. So, is the inspiration still there for uh, for country, country or for, for Justin? For, the, for Justin, the pop R and B, and for oh, the country. Oh, absolutely! It's all there, man. I I my musical roots go deep. Um, they're part of who I am, and you know. Anything that has made an impact on me in my life musically tends to stay with me. And a lot of times, you know, you'll hear a lot of those influence, just all the different influences that I love come out in my music and different songs and stuff like that. Some will be a little more country. Um, some will be a little more R&B. Some will be straight pop. So it's all there. Give us a little bit to the listeners, the backstory to Fool's Elegy, your new EP. Um, yeah, for sure. So Fool's Elegy was uh, a product of 2020 and everything I had released until then, I, this is how I like to describe it. Everything that I had released until Fool's Elegy, every, all, every, first of all, everything I release is always like rooted in real story. I always write from like a real spot. But everything that I released prior to Fool's Elegy was like external stories, like what happened to me, you know, like things that I've been through, good and bad. Fool's Elegy, I really wanted to do something different. And, and like, instead of talking about, like, external stories, I wanted to, like, look inside myself and write an EP on reflecting and, like, growing as a person. Um, so Fool's Elegy, the whole inspiration is, like, uh, just trying to figure out exactly who I am and, you know, being okay with the ups and downs that you experience as a person and hopefully letting other people who resonate with the music feel like, you know, struggle doesn't have to be something that you just need to like look to the future to when it's over. Like it's okay to be struggling at a certain time in life, whether it's because of other people or just because you're in a funk. And that's, that was kind of like the overarching theme of Fool's Elegy was being okay with the negative emotions that I had as much as the happy ones. As a music artist and a Gemini, do you find it difficult to be very vulnerable and transparent, especially the deep and yet subtle message Fool's Elegy depicts in the story and narrative that you expressed? Um, it is hard. And I will say, I think the reason I didn't do it sooner is because I couldn't, because um, it is hard to reach those places. And to me, it's even harder to put them into a uh, song. 
and an honest song. So I would say it's definitely difficult. And this is the first time that I had the time and also the emotional capability to do that, which is why I wanted to do it um, this year when I had all, all the time in the world. What best advice can you share to those that are upcoming music artists, anyone that's in any film, television, acting, uh, to break that barrier to be able to accomplish what you have with Fool's Elegy? Um, I would say uh, definitely, you know, you have to put all, I think anytime you're trying to, to be an artist or a songwriter, like, you have to get rid of like self doubt and self shame as hard as that is. Like you just need to keep putting yourself out there and keep writing songs. Even if you hate them, even if you don't think they're as good, even if other people don't think they're as good, you just need to continue to reach deep and talk about real things and sing about real things. Um, because that's really what makes something special. And it's hard to do sometimes, especially because you got all, you got all these different sounds and stuff that are quote unquote, like the popular thing to do, or like, this is what's hot right now. And the tendency as an artist is to recreate that and try and do it again. But I would just advise anyone who wants to be an artist to, to, to be just that, like be an artist, you know, don't, if you, if there was a famous painting, you wouldn't, if you were a painter, you wouldn't like set out to, to try and make as close a replica to that painting as possible. You, you'd have to make a new painting. And I think as hard as that is, as many like emotional barriers as there is and as much fear there is in creating something new that people might not like, I would say just keep chasing that no matter how hard it feels to do it at the time because then you're good to make something special. I would like to go ahead and play Wait For Me, which happens to be on Power 98.5's Top 40. Let's do a live drop. How about it? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Wait for me by Mr. Connor Matthews. Stop, don't go. Sit your pretty ass back down on the floor. You ain't got all my love, girl, but you get the most. You're the only one that I don't keep on the low Shots of Patron Late nights is just part of the road I might slip, take somebody home now and then But the more that I do, the more I want you So you don't have to be now and never You the one that I want forever Someday we gon' be together and I'll be better Baby, if you wait for me You don't 
forever Someday we gon' be together and I'll be better Baby, if you wait for me Girl, I know right now you're probably hating me If I beg you, please, then would you stay for me? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> Thank you, man. All three songs are incredible, honestly. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, I, I mean, as you know, I poured my heart and soul into this one, so that, that means a lot. We've got How Many Times Can a Heartbreak, We've Got Wait yep. For Me, and we open with Loves Me Lonely. Yes. Out of the three tracks, what one is the deepest and most powerful and emotional for you? Uh, definitely. How many times can a heartbreak hands down? Well, did you go there because you think I should play it? Or did you go there because you really mean it or all the, above? no, 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 I'm, I mean it. I mean, if you want to play it, that's great. But I, <laughs> that's that, that was the pinnacle. That was actually the song that started the EP. Tell me why. Um, well, I actually started writing it like a year ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just, I, I waited a full year to finish it because I wanted more perspective. Because um, I didn't feel like, like I had the, the right words to say exactly. And really, like, it sums up, it's, it's not about, it's the song on the record, it's not about, like, a relationship. Um, it's not even about growing as a person. It's like, it's like from a place of, you know, all failures and, and negativity and, and what, you know, what you have to say about yourself and what people say about you and how that affects your view of yourself. It's about all of that. And it's just kind of like this honest song of like, like I, I, what it really means is how many times can a heart break until, you know, how much, how much can a heart go through emotionally before it physically gives out? And it's just about everything in life that's hard. And so that's what started like the reflection process of like wondering who I am and going through like these tough emotions and what really birthed the EP. We really need to hear more of this, and I'm going to start it here right now because I'm going to do another live drop. How many times can <laughs> a heartbreak by Connor Matthews? Let's go. Even though I don't have to die to know this is going to hurt like hell. And I don't need another reason. You don't love me anymore But if it ain't you, I'm living for How many times 
lovers to ghosts People from the past just show up for the post Who is there to trust, Lord, I don't even know You can only be betrayed by the ones you love most Why is it still hold on when it's all out of hope? Why is it still cut deep if it's already stone? Why don't you just give out if it's already broke? I ain't afraid to die, I'm afraid of living alone Thank you. What's going through your head right now? No, no. I mean, just just thinking about when I was writing that song. It's just a, it's a heavy song for me, you know. Any closing thoughts? Anything that you would like to leave us with? Um, huh. I guess just uh, you know. Um, be okay. I, I would just say be okay with however you feel right now. It's been a tough year, and uh, you know, give yourself some uh, give yourself some understanding, and um, just yeah, just just be okay and keep going, keep going. It's okay to fail. It's okay to be in rough spots. It's like that's all okay. You just got to keep your head up and and uh, keep trying over and over again. Who would you like to give a shout out to? Shout out my brother. Mr. Dillon. Shut up. My old young man. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is. I hope he still looks good and he's not aging too fast. No, he's got a mullet. You know that? Does he? Yeah, he does. Oh, he's got wow. a mullet. He's he's staying young for sure. All right. I got to Google him or find his photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it, Steve. Absolutely. And uh, I was able to go ahead and uh, play live here from your Spotify channel. Any other channels as well as your website, do you want to go ahead and share with the listeners here on Power 98.5? Absolutely. Um, you can find all sorts of content, obviously, on all the streaming platforms. you got Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon. 
Um, but then my Instagram is always rocking. Uh, and that's just my name. So you search my name, you'll find it. And then my YouTube channel, every now and then I'll have something special that's not out anywhere else either. So those two, those two channels are, uh, that's where you go to find the magic. Awesome. Connor, if you want to hold the line, thank you everyone for joining Mr. Connor Matthews today, live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5. Fool's Elegy, currently playing Wait For Me. It's streaming on the top 40 on Power 98.5. Can't go wrong. Get a cozy blanket, glass of wine, pop a bottle of champagne. Listen to Connor Matthews. Friend us on your socials and let's connect.